Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Thanks, everyone. Master Grogan here with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Boy, oh boy, folks, we got a show for you today. Of course, you know, I'm biased. Every show is phenomenal and awesome because I put my heart, soul, and everything I've got into every single show to bring you the best so you can live your best Kickin' Life. For our new friends tuning in for the first time, thank you so very much. I promise we're going to give it all to you, baby. And what is a kick in life? Kick in life is, is so much more than just a good life or a great life or an awesome life. Or even a phenomenal life. A kicking life, baby, is you're kicking butt. You're cashing checks. You're taking names, man. You're living the best possible life. And also, you know that life can be tough. It'll kick your butt from time to time. But this, ep- this not all this episode, but all the episodes. And by the way, this is episode number 150, 150. Holy cow. Every episode's all about when life kicks your butt to empower, inspire, and motivate you to get back up to live your best kicking life. So as always... Make sure you check out previous episodes. We got 149 of them, folks. A lot of good stuff there. But of course, as we continue to move forward, we're going to continue to give you everything we've got, delivered with that right hook of reality, meaning we're not pulling punches, baby. We're giving to it as it is, as it is. And today's show, I've got two of my wonderful, wonderful kids, my Princess Madeline and my little buddy Emmett. Hi, everyone. Hi. Emmett, he couldn't wait to get on the microphone. He's like, Dad, please stop talking so I can say hello. So they're with me today, and they're going to talk about, and we're going to kind of start a, a series of these, the things that we're doing at our martial arts academy. And once again, for our new friends, we own Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts in downtown Edwardsville, Illinois here. So if you're in the local area, please stop by and see us. We're all about empowering kids to believe in themselves, to stand up to bullying, to stand out in the crowd, to be bullyproof, and, of course, live their best kick in life. But what we're going to talk about this show and for the next couple of shows, it's our, our word of the month. This month at the Academy is discipline. And our theme of the month is self-discipline, what we're doing to discipline ourselves to be our very, very best. But in part today, we're going to talk about our Matt Chat message of the week, and that is showing respect and obeying cheerfully. And Madeline and Emmett have both been doing a phenomenal job, not only at the Academy, but wherever they go about showing respect and obeying cheerfully. And you're going to hear from them a lot on the show today because they're going to talk about some of the things that they've shared with the other students. And just to recap, Madeline just turned 16. Well, in June, she turned 16. And she just got her license a few weeks ago. And my little buddy Emmett is a rip-roaring 10-year-old rock star. And just today, they were with me and helped assist at a... um... Guys, what was that we went to? It was a geo event. So... um... Well, the middle schools in Edwardsville, so Liberty and Lincoln, have this club called Fit and Geo, and the Geo students got a um, special event all week, and we were a part of it. Awesome, and we've been a part of that, uh, my goodness. How many years do you think, Maddie? I think it's like since I was in middle school, so. Well, even before that, uh, before we were in the Edwardsville District, I started ago. doing it. It's probably, it's definitely a decade, and it's similar to what we do with the, the Edwardsville Police Department, with the Youth Academy, but um Anyway, just honored to be there. Madeline and Emmett came and helped out, inspire the kids, working on uh, courage, confidence, having them hit some hand targets. 
step outside their comfort zone to overcome the fears of what others think and what they think of themselves. You know, it's self-doubt. And they did a great job, as always. Emmett, how are we doing over there, bud? Awesome, as always. Awesome, as always. Good stuff. I'm glad you're on the show with us today. Thank you. I'm glad you went with me uh, today and helped out, and you rode Madeline's car with the top down. Yeah. No no top down on the way? Not on we the way. We didn't have time for that. Oh, they were running a little behind. But Madeline was cruising behind us with the top down. She's got a Mustang convertible, little princess. It was kind of a pass down from Austin to actually our your mom drove it for a while, and now Madeline's got it. So it's all good. It's all good. All right, folks. Well, we're going to get started with the show. Um, and like I mentioned, discipline is our word of the month at the Academy. Every month we have a different word of the month, which is one of our black belt principles and kind of our theme derives off of that. And that's self-discipline. And this week's message is showing respect and obeying cheerfully. So um, Emmett, I'm going to start with you, buddy. And, uh, you know, we talk about at the Academy about showing respect, self-respect, you know, doing right by yourself, believing in yourself and uh, putting forth your absolute very what? Best. Good. So maybe share with us some things about self-respect that, that we talk about, you know, to, to yourself about how um, you, you put everything you've got into everything you do. Go ahead, buddy. What? So okay. d- what? Emmett says, what? <laughs> that, that is a surprise there? You know what? I'll start off with Madeline here, and then we'll get back to you, buddy. This is live, folks. <laughs> this is how it is. <laughs> we don't pull any punches here. All right, Madeline. Talk to us what you talked about at the academy with the kids about uh, showing respect and uh, obeying cheerfully. And maybe share some of the examples you gave. Because I know parents, they love to hear from teenagers. That's how we learn. And then also the teenagers who listen to the show, you know, what better connection point than listen to a teenager themselves. So go ahead, sweetie. Yeah, so um, what we've been talking about with obeying cheerfully and um, self-respect. So it's kind of doing the right thing all the time and the first time. So the example I gave some of the students was... So say your mom or dad asks you to clean your room. Now you have two options there. You can, number one, stomp off, throw a fit, say, no, I don't want to do that, things like that. Or you can obey cheerfully, which is the message. Um, Do it the first time without having um, to be asked twice because, you know, no one likes to repeat themselves. I'm sure you guys don't. I don't like it. Neither do the kids, actually. So um, that's one of the examples I gave. And then with self-respect, we just have to make sure that – if we do the right thing and we do obey cheerfully and we do do it the first time um, when we are asked, then that makes you feel awesome about yourself and then makes your parents super proud of you, which makes you feel even better. So, Wow. Well said, Madeline. So i got to ask the obvious question because I know our listeners are, 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 are curious. Have you always shown respect and obeyed cheerfully? Uh, no. <laughs> and that's Madeline being 100% honest. And I think we all can say, no, I haven't, if you're being honest with yourself. And if you're not being honest with yourself, that's not showing respect to yourself, right? And it's a learning lesson, too. So if you don't do it, um, if you, say, do the first option that I gave you, like not obeying cheerfully, um, having to have your parents like repeat themselves or something, and then you do um, do the correct thing and obey cheerfully the first time, then the difference in like the way you feel is going to be outstanding (laughs) there you go and uh madeline she shared a great example uh with the kids and we're all about being transparent when we're talking to the kids letting them know that we're not perfect but we're constantly working toward being our absolute very very best and the example she gave was we asked her to clean out her car and nobody went i don't know like cleaning your room kids like parents like cleaning out your car it's one of those things we just don't enjoy doing so madeline started to i don't oh and she caught herself but in the midst of that 
she right then there realized she had a valuable lesson to share with the kids. And that's connecting with them. Tell them, you know, sometimes you don't want to do things that your parents ask you to do. And adults and parents, sometimes we've got to uh, be a little harder on our kids than we want to be. But that is showing respect and obeying cheerfully. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but doing it is not only going to help your kids, but it's setting the right example of doing things. So we got to catch ourselves, parents. I'm speaking from the adult point of view right now. There are a lot of things we don't want to do. But if we continue to, uh, I don't know, complain about them, especially in front of our kids, what kind of example are we setting? What seeds are we planting in their mind? And it's not easy. I'm telling you, I've made more mistakes than, (laughs) I don't want to say anybody alive, but uh, anybody that I know. But it's all in those mistakes. What we get from that is the learning experience, as Madeline just said, the learning experience. So us as adults, the kids are going to say what they hear us say. They're not going to, most of the time, do what we want them to do, but they're always going to repeat the bad things that we say or do that we don't want them to repeat. And that's the tough part. (laughs) So we got to watch ourselves because the seeds we're planting, planting that garden, that fertile garden of our kids, and they're sure as heck going to do it. So if you're polite, kind, and respectful to the waiter or waitress, that's what they're going to do because they see you doing it. You can't tell them, hey, be nice to the waiter or waitress, and then we're rude to the waiter or waitress. You got to, uh, they, they see and act based on what we do, not always what we say. Emmett, I know you're chomping at the bit over there to get things rolling here. So share with us what you talk about during the power chats with the kids at the studio. You know, uh, tell everybody what they do. They go out and shake hands and meet somebody and just kind of talk about what we do there and how that's showing respect and also obeying cheerfully. Because it, it's probably, for a lot of the new kids, it's a, maybe a little nervous for them to do the handshake with a stranger, right? Yeah, yes. Um, so we have them meet a new person every class. They come into the mat chat. They tell everyone their name. They, they might not know them, but they are brave. They try and... I just lost what I was going to say. That's okay. They're, that's all right, buddy. I know being on the air, you talk about this all the time, but being behind a microphone with the earphones on, it's like, oh my gosh, it's awesome. But everybody at home, everybody's listening, is super proud of you for being a 10-year-old on the on the, on the the radio here, baby. You're doing it. Most people have a hard time with that. But keep going. They, the, they have to go around and meet somebody new. Is that right? Yes. And meet somebody new. And then when they come to the group, they have to tell who they met, right? Yes. They... Have to tell them who they met and then their name. Oh, that's awesome. So they have to remember that. And why do you think that's a good skill, learning how to meet somebody and shake hands? Why do you think that's a good skill? Because sometimes you're going to, your parents will know someone you might not. You're going to have to meet people. And then when you get older, you'll know how to do that when you're young. So you won't have to learn it when you get older. That's awesome, buddy. And folks, we know that today, communication We've got all the connectivity in the world. We can connect with anybody anywhere in the world instantaneously with text message, Facebook messages, post on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, any of those, Twitter. But yet, with all that technology, we don't know how to communicate. It's crazy. We've got all the connectivity in the world, but yet we don't know how to, we've forgotten how to communicate, how to make eye contact, how to shake hands, how to talk to somebody, how to be personal with somebody. So that's why we do that at the Academy. And it's uh, new kids, even kids that have been there a while, Emmett, that's kind of tough on them, isn't it? I mean, yes. they're really outside their comfort zone, aren't they? Yes. We're going to try and push them out of their comfort zone so they can learn how to do stuff. They can they can get out of their comfort 
uh, comfort zone easier. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and once you condition yourself to keep pushing outside that comfort zone, you're going to take on more and more challenges, right? Yes. And do you always succeed at every challenge you take on? No. However, winning, you don't learn from losing or I, I'm not going to say failing because failing is like giving up, but losing, uh, you learn from, you learn your, you learn from your mistakes. Is that kid awesome or what folks? Did you hear what he just said? Failing is meaning you gave up. Well, I like to say, uh, if, if you, if you accept failure or defeat, then you've given up. But we have setbacks, we fail at things, but we aren't a failure because we're never a failure unless we give up and quit. So like you said, we're going to lose sometimes, we're going to fail sometimes, but we're going to keep moving forward. And if you can learn from it, and folks, there's a great book by John Maxwell called uh, Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn. It's an outstanding book. And he's got a follow-up book, it's called Failing Forward, meaning you failed at something, but you haven't really failed if you've moved forward and learned from that experience. Great job, Emmett. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Sharing that with the folks and uh, the parents and teenagers. That's from a 10-year-old. That's good stuff. That's life advice. And that's what we're talking about at the Academy. So we're going to share more of our messages so we can kind of interconnect the worlds together, if you will, on what we're sharing there and what we're sharing on the podcast so we can make that, as I like to call that big splash in the pod. Because if Emmett throws a pebble, Madeline throws a pebble, I throw a pebble, you throw a pebble. That's good. We're making ripples. means we're doing a great job helping spread the message. But if collectively we work together and throw a massive boulder in the pond, sound effects there. Do you like that, Emmett? (laughs) (laughs) We're making big ripples across the pond, but collectively working together. Good stuff. So Madeline, what'd you think about what Emmett said? Is that pretty spot on? Pretty spot on. Pretty spot on. (laughs) So, Madeline, uh, just to catch the folks up at home, you're going to be a junior, and we're doing the homeschool thing this year to help you uh, excel at just, and Madeline does so many wonderful, wonderful things. Not only is she a a gifted actress all the time. (laughs) (laughs) People will say, man, she's really good. I said, well, she's not acting. That's just who she is. No, I'm being silly with my princess okay. right here. She's uh, she works extremely hard. And man, we talk about that. You do your best, you become your best. And if you don't, you won't. It's simple as that. In anything you do in life, and you develop a conditioned habit, and that's back to self-discipline. Self-discipline is doing the things that you need to do when you need to do them, especially when you don't feel like doing them. And we can all relate to that. Madeline, if you had to do things you don't want to do, didn't feel like doing. Yes. Like <laughs> uh, even last night, you had to drive. Uh, they removed your rehearsal for La uh, Mis. Madeline's in the Les show. La Mis. Oh, I said it it's wrong. La okay. Mis. And uh, she, how many roles do you have in that thing? Seven. <laughs> seven roles. <laughs> Take that in, folks. Seven. Emma, can you count to seven? I One, don't two, know. three, four, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got seven roles. You talk about, I mean, hard work. But anyway, the whole point was that it was rehearsals were in downtown Edwardsville, mm-hmm. but apparently the air went out or they never had air or we something. We never had air conditioning and it was on the third floor of the Bone Building, which is like right on the corner of Main Street in Edwardsville. And um, it was incredibly hot and we're going into um, Tech Week soon, which is when we like go all out. We do the entire show multiple ni- uh, multiple times every single night of the week for like four hours straight. And doing that without air conditioning or any airflow like at all is... um pretty unbearable here (laughs) and those that live in the midwest you know these are the the dog days of summer months and it's been pretty scorching hot so they moved the rehearsal 
To O'Fallon. To O'Fallon, which is about 45, 50 minutes from here. And Edward, or where the rehearsals originally were, were, I mean, what, seven, eight minutes from our house. Yep. So Madeline just having her license, we were letting her drive to rehearsal when it's in Edwardsville, which wasn't a big deal. But getting on the highway and driving 45, 50 minutes is a little bit of a big deal, especially for a new driver. And we're not worried so much about Madeline and parents out there with new drivers. You know this, but it's it's everybody else on the road who's texting and not paying attention and talking on their phones and all the other distractions. Because, folks, we know there's some bad drivers out there, some drivers that don't show a lot of self-discipline <laughs> when they're driving putting the phone in. down that's self-discipline what's that sweetie? Good way to tie it back in you like that you like that <laughs> everything can be tied back into self-discipline well, anyway so madeline um she loves being in the place she loves the rehearsals but she um she wanted to drive last night and we were like madeline we're just not going to let you do that you need to ride with somebody who's got a little more experience driving so madeline could have been frustrated in part maybe she was but she showed us respect and she obeyed cheerfully knowing that we had her best interest in mind. So the self-discipline was, then she's, did she want to go? I mean, yesterday was my birthday and I get to spend some time with my wonderful kids, but not as much as I would like, but she knew she committed to doing this play. So self-discipline was, I got to do it, even though I didn't want to, and I didn't feel like it. Right, sweetie? Yes. Good. And what happens when you have good self-discipline? You feel great about yourself. And what ends up happening day in and day out with that self-discipline? It continues. You never lose the self-respect for yourself. And you become your very best. Yeah, that's it. And you've heard me share on shows before. Zig Ziglar talks about PC. And it's not the PC of today's world. I don't even know what PC is anymore. (laughs) But PC is persistent consistency. Being persistent day in and day out with a self-discipline, but being consistent with that persistency. Did I say that right? <laughs> persistency. Being consistent with that persistence. Oh, there we go. Now we're tongue-tied. Emmett's laughing at me over there. But you get what I'm talking about, folks, is that self-discipline, doing the things you don't want to do when you're supposed to do them, even though you don't feel like doing it anymore. And that that's usually the, the, only, that's the step that sets the people that are extremely successful from everybody else. Doing that little extra, especially on the days you don't feel like it. Because people talk about, well, I'm just not motivated to exercise. Or I'm just not motivated to do more. I'm just not motivated to read. And guess what? You rarely ever are. So if you wait just for the days that you're motivated, boy, boy, those days are going to be far and few in between. Set that self-discipline. And the reason a lot of people don't succeed at things, they try and do too much too soon. An example, somebody hadn't been in the gym for five years where they think they can jump back in there and pick up where they left off five years ago. That ain't going to work. No. Self-discipline is sustained over time, not just going one time. So, Emmett, I'm going to jump back to you, buddy. You were kind of chiming in with some laughing there on some different things because you're my buddy. So yesterday was my birthday, and Emmett, I was fortunate. You know, the teenagers, Madeline had to teach at the studio, and Austin had to work at night, and then Madeline had rehearsal. But Emmett, who doesn't have a job, and... I know he's 10 years old. Doesn't even have a job, folks. But he, I got this. I know. What kind of parenting is going on here? What a disappointment. What a disappointment, Madeline says. But Emmett uh, got up early, actually made me an omelet, which was fantastic. He didn't burn it, which was pretty good. He didn't drop it on the floor, which is even better. At least he said he didn't. I didn't see any dog or cat hair on, so I'm guessing he didn't drop it on the floor. And he served me breakfast in bed yesterday for my birthday. And I got to, and then we closed out the day while Madeline was working hard at rehearsal and Austin was working hard at the studio. Where'd we go, buddy? Uh, we went to, uh, is it your aunt? 
Well, before we went to my aunt's house. Oh, yeah, we went to uh, Bobby's. Um, Bobby's didn't even know about custard. That. Oh, Madeline didn't even know. See what's happening here, folks? I'm letting her know on the air. Went to Bobby's frozen custard. What'd you get? Um, something called like a bodacious or <laughs> I don't know. That's exactly what it was, a bodacious. And tell the folks what's in. Now, now here we're talking about self-discipline, folks. So we had a little breach of self-discipline last night because we, we, we loaded up on some ice cream. But you've got to have your days to take care of yourself and respect yourself. So the excuse was it was my birthday. And Mr. Bodacious over there, that was chocolate on top of chocolate on top of chocolate, wasn't it? Kind of. <laughs> Was it chocolate ice cream with chocolate chips, chocolate sprinkles? Oh, my goodness. Not chocolate sprinkles, but... Oh, it wasn't chocolate sprinkles? <laughs> no. I had sprinkles in there. Yeah. And then, and, uh, and then Oreo on top of all that. <laughs> wow. I took like two bites and had chocolate overload. It was a bit much. I need some water just thinking about it. That's, yeah, you're right. Everybody at home, you're either licking your lips thinking, oh, my gosh, I need some bodacious, or, oh, my gosh, that's too much chocolate. Give me some water. Good, good, good. So, Emmett, thank you very much for spending the day with me yesterday. And uh, um, it was fantastic. And then we watched a goofy movie at home at, at the end. Remember that movie? What was the name of it? Pink Panther. <laughs> Madeline comes in and is like, what are you guys watching? So we were laughing our tails off at that silly nonsense. Get to come home, too. Yeah, that's what Madeline gets to come home, to. Hey, welcome home, Madeline. Welcome to the madness. Good. So anyway, getting back on track with our self-discipline and obeying cheerfully. So Madeline, you got an opportunity this week, and Emmett, you helped out a ton. We're at our summer camps at the academy, and our summer camps uh, this week, it's Nerf camp, and we got 30-something kids in the camp, and a good majority of those kids are not our normal students, so they uh, it's not that they don't know how to act, they just don't know how to act the the grogan way in our environment of being respectful and showing respect and obeying cheerfully and saying please and thank you and yes sir and yes ma'am and putting their shoes side by side and when the instructor's talking to listen these are all things that uh, we work on at the academy and emmett got a chance to help out and help set up stations and do a great job of showing some new kids where to put their shoes and pretty much how to act and at 10 years old he's taking on a, a great role at the studio you know kind of planting those leadership seeds in him and emmett what, what do you think about this week at nerf camp it was a little i don't say a little rough but starting off a little on the crazy side wasn't it yes and it, it's like i don't think we've had this many kids for like what two years now or something uh, it was one of our bigger camps and the nerf camps usually always sell out and i think we actually added a few extra for the nerf camp to to let a few of them in and we, we learned a few things from it but in the end it all worked out well but what yes. was your takeaways from the camp there buddy about some new kids that uh it, 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 i know it drives you nuts when you see kids that are older than you but they don't they don't know how to follow directions yes it's just sometimes it's like there's some kids that are older than me and then I, um, they just don't like to follow directions. I, well, nobody likes to be told what to do, but we don't tell people what to do. We, what, what do we do? We ask them to make the correct yes. choice. And if they don't make the correct choice, then what do we do, Maddie? We read, we redirect. Yes. We redirect right into the choice we want. So good stuff. So Madeline, uh, you got a chance to, man, oh man, I think you taught, uh, three different time slots or days at the uh, summer camp. So share with the folks about uh, your self-discipline of, of not strangling the kids or, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. clobbering them, the ones that weren't behaving very well. So talk about that self-discipline and what it took. But then, of course, the reward you get uh, by having your self-discipline and seeing how it affects the kids. Sure. So, you know, it's really different um, from teaching classes, like normal um, evening classes at the studio. 
And I didn't really know what I was getting myself into when I walked into the studio <laughs> and saw 30 kids. <laughs> but um, I started teaching it, and, you know, there was times when I, like, just wanted to scream, like, please listen to me and things like that. But um, uh, I kept it under control, and since doing that for these past three days, like, I walked into the studio today, and they were like, oh, Instructor Grogan, are you teaching us today? Like, we miss you and things like that. So that's really rewarding, knowing that I'm just starting out as an instructor and the kids already, like are really um, influenced by me and enjoy me teaching them and things like that. Have a connection with you because they know you care. It's also good because um, about the self-discipline and respect that we've been talking about um, if you do and when I did have to like discipline some kids like towards the right path it's always great to give them like two options so I had someone yesterday and he was like running away from the instructors just not um, doing his very best and, you know, I gave him two options, like, listen, you can sit out, you cannot play in these games anymore, or you can go apologize to um, all these things and make the choice to do the correct thing. And, you know, it ended up great. He got back in the game, and he was fine for the rest of the day, so it was great. That's fantastic, Madeline, fantastic. And we just, folks, a couple episodes ago, episode number 148, we had a uh, a couple that's also in the martial arts, but they wrote a best-selling book called Resilient Parenting, and they shared the exact same messages exact same messages. So folks, that's what the podcast is all about. A kick in life is all aspects of living your best kick in life. And for parents out there that listen to the show, yes, you could probably say, well, I'm not taking advice from a teenager. I'm telling you what, that's have, uh, I'm being honest here. Here's a right hook of reality. That's a closed mind. That's a closed attitude. You've got to open that mind up because you can learn something from Madeline. Why? Because man, I've been doing this for a long time. I just celebrated my 40th year in the martial arts and 32nd year, I believe, teaching. I mean, that's a lot of experience, and I don't have it all right. That's why I continue to travel and learn from influences that I surround myself with, great mentors. But that's why we're sharing those things. I'm sharing it with my kids, my leaders at the studio, and I want them to continue sharing that with others so we can help. Because we all need, well, we all need to be open-minded to receive the information and advice from somebody that may know a little more than we do. So that was excellent. Well said, Madeline. That's the thing. We give the kids a choice instead of demanding. I was always demanded what to do, always told what to do. And I never liked that. And parents, you're probably the same way. Nobody ever likes that. If you got a boss that demands and commands that you do something, man, that, that, nobody likes that. For kids, they don't like it either. But if you can open that communication chain, you can gain their respect by treating them with respect and that takes a heck of a lot of self-discipline to do it. If you can do that, that opens up that channel. Like the first day Madeline was there, they didn't know who she was. A lot of new kids. But she earned their respect by being respectful to them, but also staying firm on her commitments. If she said, you do this again, you're going to go to timeout, or you're going to sit out, or you're going to miss this game, she followed up with it. You can't give false promises. And oftentimes parents will say, uh, well, if you do this again, this, this is going to happen. And they don't follow up. Well, the kids know. Kids know they're just, they're not going to mean it. They're not going to do it. And they keep pushing. And kids, you've heard me say this before, folks, are the best salespeople on the planet because they don't take no the first time. They don't take no for an answer. They keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And then you finally say, enough. And then they push one more time. Emmett, have you ever done that? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a good salesperson? You, You keep pushing till you get what you want. 
I don't know. Yes, you <laughs> what do. do you and and that's good perseverance and good persistent, persistent consistency. But if it gets to the point where you're being disrespectful, not showing respect, that's when it needs to stop. So good stuff. And as always, uh, we're all learning every single day. And that's why I continue to do research, continue to read, continue to study, continue to travel. Matter of fact, two weeks ago, who did I get to meet? Chuck Norris. Yeah, baby. Do you remember some of the Chuck Norris-isms I shared with you guys? Chuck Norris. Yeah, some of them. Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the world down. Oh, got to say it louder so folks can hear you. Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the world down. Awesome. Emmett, do you remember any? How many push-ups can Chuck Norris do? All of them. (laughs) Chuck Norris is on the push-up kick. Any any other ones? I got a couple that were shared. I'll I'll share it with you. No? Chuck Norris uh, doesn't check under the bed for the boogeyman. The boogeyman checks under the bed for Chuck Norris. <laughs> I like that. And another one is, you know, Chuck Norris's tears could cure cancer. Chuck Norris doesn't cry. <laughs> yep. The only problem is. Chuck Norris doesn't cry. Chuck Norris doesn't cry. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another one. Chuck Norris and Superman once got in a fight. The loser swore to wear their tights on the outside of their clothes for the rest of their life. Uh-oh. You got to think about that one for a second. <laughs> think about that one for a second. Oh, yeah. Superman wears his tights on the outside of his clothes. Yes, that's right. Not Chuck Norris. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. But it's kind of funny, folks. I, I, I bring this up. And we're being silly and we're throwing some Chuck Norris-isms. I think that's what they're called at you. But Chuck, <laughs> Carlos is his real name, who's, by the way, in the same martial arts uh, uh, style that I've been in for 40 years, and that's Tung Sudo. Uh, we have the hand strike, we have the Chinese hand. It's a Korean art. They give thanks to the Chinese for the hand influence. And the kids are here at the studio doing some hand techniques. You guys should see them. <laughs> Good job, Malin. Good job, Emmett. But uh, um, he talked about the same thing about self-discipline. He's 79 years old. 79. I know it's hard to believe, but he is. 79 years old, but kind of saying the same message about self-discipline, self-respect, and obeying cheerfully. And telling us as instructors, as leaders, as coaches, as parents, that we have got to set the example. We can't tell our kids, you know, hey, don't do this, but yet they see us doing it. It's tough. It truly is. But remember, you're planting the seeds. And a story I always like to share is a lady's driving in her car. Driving along, she's got her six-year-old in the back seat. And somebody pulls out in front of them, nearly, nearly causes a wreck. The lady slams on the brakes. And just as she's about to open her mouth to chew that person out to scream and yell, her little six-year-old in the back seat starts in. She says, you stupid idiot, you moron, you nearly got us killed. What the heck is your problem? You're a terrible driver. I can't believe you got a license. The mom looks in the rearview mirror, and who does she see? She sees a reflection of herself. That's how that six-year-old learned that. It's not like her mom ever said, hey, if somebody pulls out in front of you, call him a stupid idiot, call him a moron, yell at him, they shouldn't have a license. Not like the mom said that. But the mom said it without realizing what she said. And once again, these kids, think of a fertile garden. You put seeds in a fertile garden, it's going to grow, right? And what you put in is what you get out. What you sow is what you... No. Um, um... Yep, maybe. <laughs> reap. Oh, that's what I was going to say, but I thought it didn't sound right. Yep, yes. sow and reap. You, you, you sow it in the ground and you reap the benefits. Like uh, you hear me talk all the time, you plant onion seeds, what are you going to get? Onions. Onions. You plant strawberry seeds, what are you going to get? Strawberries. There you go. So you got to plant what you want. 
Now, it's not easy. I mean, there's the world, the world we live in, obviously, we're inundated with negativity. You know, constantly negative network, the news, all that ugliness coming in. But don't plant those seeds in your garden. And those seeds have already been planted. And, baby, I'm telling you from experience, for 40-something years, I had those seeds planted. I had to go through and till that garden, man. That was a lot of self-discipline. That was a lot of humility going in and digging those uh, weeds out. And I'm still digging those weeds out. But you can do it. But it's that self-discipline. And most importantly, and we're talking about showing respect to others, who do you have to show respect to first? Yourself. Who? Yourself. Who, Emmett? Yourself. You can't respect anyone else unless you have self-respect. Holy cow. That's fantastic, buddy. Where'd you hear that? Um, probably you about a million times. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take credit for the good one. The bad ones, he says, folks, that's from his mom. I can't take credit for those. <laughs> I don't know about but, that. Uh-oh. Madeline's calling me out here. But that's the truth, folks. If you can't respect yourself, and I really truly believe, and you know, the kids hear me talk about it all the time, and, and, and it, it's become almost background noise to them, but I continue to plant those seeds, plant it in their subconscious mind. That way it's constantly spinning around in there. I think that's a huge problem with today with not only kids or teens, but adults. But people have such little self-respect in what they do and what they say and how they condition their bodies and how they take care of themselves. And if you don't respect yourself, there's no way you're going to be able to respect somebody else. It's absolutely impossible. And we have so much hate and negativity on social media. That's all poor self-respect. You don't respect yourself. And here's the thing. There is so much stuff. And Madeline, I'm going to have you chime in on this in just a second here because you've helped me tremendously. And I've told you you've helped me, but I don't know if you really realize how much you've helped me with this. I put my stuff out on social media. It's always positive, always inspirational, always motivating, encouraging. And there's a lot of days I don't feel like doing it. I'm a human being. I have bad days. I have days when I'm cranky and don't feel good. There's days when I don't want to get up and deal with uh, some of the nonsense that goes on. But the self-discipline says to do it. And by doing it, by posting the positive comments and the feedback I get that I know I'm really truly helping people, that makes me feel good. It makes me get out of my little self-pity mode. But I also get the other side. I get the, and I don't know, I like to call them haters. I mean, that's an easy way to say, oh, they're just haters. They're just haters. Yeah, I don't know what they hate, but I think they just, whatever battle they're fighting in their own mind and their own lives, they just don't have a lot of self-respect. And once again, if you don't have self-respect, you can't respect self. You can't respect anybody else. So they'll post horrible stuff on our, some of our pages. What did I used to do, Madeline, or even Emmett? What did I used to do when somebody posts something negative on our pages? Go ahead. What would, you, you know what to say. I would get in a, a, an argument I with them, wouldn't I? Respond yes. and try and defend yourself. But Go on, Madeline. They're not going to listen because they have their mind closed off. They're dead set on like what they think is true. So there's no point in trying to change their mind. So what we do now is love, block, delete. <laughs> So. Say it again, Emmett, or Madeline said it. What is it, Emmett? Love block delete. And what does that mean? You love them because uh, God created them. They're a human being. Block them and then delete so it's gone. And move on, right? So yes. shouldn't we try and help these people? I mean, that was what my initial thought was, man. If someone's that full of anger and hate, shouldn't I try and help them? If they're that full of anger, they don't want help. They have to help them. They have to show self-respect. Now, I know somebody's like, whoa, wait a minute. I thought you were about motivating, inspiring, and helping everybody. I truly am. But this is the conclusion I came up with, is not all people want your help, as crazy as that is. 
you can't, uh, the old thing is you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Well, I was told something even more profound is you can't feed a rock. <laughs> Think about that. You go up to a rock and, hey, here you go, rock. Eat this. It's good for you. If you don't eat this, you're going to die. Come on. Is a rock going to eat? No. Even if you smack the rock and break it with a hammer, is a rock going to eat? No. <laughs> no. Because it's a rock. rock. There you go. <laughs> and unfortunately, folks, some people are just rocks. We don't know what's going on in their lives. I feel sorry for them. You can pray for them. But do not let them affect you in a negative way. Do not allow them to pull you down to their level. Rise above it and be a leader. If at some point in time that they want to put in the self-discipline and respect themselves enough to, eh, for lack of a better word, quit hating on everybody else, well, then they're going to they're gonna take in the information. But until they do, they're a rock. And that doesn't mean I'm right and they're wrong. It just means we've only got so much time on this planet. What do we keep talking about? Self-discipline. If I spend my time with someone who's being ugly and posting F-bombs on our positive, motivational Christian pages, that means I neglect time from people that really want the message. Because you only have so much time. So Emmett, we did something the other day. You saw Dad celebrating like I just scored the game-winning goal in Stanley Cup Finals, uh, Game 7. And uh, it's kind of funny. It, somebody had posted something ugly on a page. Something like, it must be nice living in your effing world, of effing sunshine and rainbows, but the world ain't all that effing great and la da da And you're right, the world isn't all great all the time. I just shared with you. I fight these battles too, but I make a choice. But anyway, I started to reply back. My reply was going to be, hey, man, come on. This page is all about inspiration. Yeah, the world's tough. The world's going to kick us in the teeth. But yet, let's, let's be more positive, especially on this page. I started to type all those things. And what would it ever happen? Madeline, what would have happened if I'd have sent that? You would have gotten into an argument. Yeah. Yeah. Well, both of them at the same time. Emmett, go ahead. You would have gotten into an argument. Because what would have happened? They would have sent something back. They would have sent something back, then you'd want to send another thing, then it would go on and go on. It's truly they don't care what you have to say. Yeah, I mean, if someone's going to post that kind of ugliness in one of our positive groups, and the group on Facebook is Kicking Life with Master Grogan or Bully Proof Our Kids with Master Grogan, those are the two biggest pages. Check those babies out. Post comments. We're always posting things on there. Uh, We've always got a page that's uh, our kids are awesome. So if your kids do something cool, you know, even if they made their bed and have never made it before, post that on that group. Uh, I guess that's a group, isn't it? Yeah, the pages. I always confuse the groups and the pages. But anyway, post it on there. Also, our Instagram page, I, I, Madeline, I don't think you knew this. Kind of getting off track here. I'll get back to that in a minute. Is uh, we got the name Kickin' Life now. Mm-hmm. So K-I-C-K-I-N Life. We had kickinlife.mastergrogan. And we've built it up to 12,500 uh, uh, subscribers now. So that's rocking out pretty well. But um, anyway, that's just Kickin' Life. But back to what Emmett was saying. If I would have replied to that person, then they would have replied back and back and forth. And it would have created a firestorm. And you're saying, well, yeah, but you would have won. You would have got your point across. Yeah, maybe, maybe I would have won the argument after three or four hours. But what could I have been doing better in those three or four hours? I could have been spending time with my kids, my family. I could be sending more positive posts out there for the people that want them. So what did I do, Emmett? You love block and delete. Yep, I did it. I love blocked and delete. And it took really, folks, 15, maybe 20 seconds because I hadn't done it in a while. I kind of forgot how. <laughs> but boom, the comment was gone, and I stood up and started celebrating like a maniac. I goes, yes, yes, yes. And Emmett walks by and says, Dad, what the heck's going on here? I said, I just love blocked and leading somebody. And this is the coolest part. My 10-year-old kid gives me a high five and says, good job, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
That's just funny as heck. Yeah. Good job, Dad. Now do it again. Now keep it up. <laughs> Can we go swim now? <laughs> Can we go play basketball? But it, it, you're exactly right. And folks, I'm telling you this and I'm sharing this with you because I know there's so many of us out there that are involved and we get in these firestorms that we cannot win. But yet we're, we're, we're engaged, baby. I ain't giving up this fight. Well, there's a thing. Sometimes you win the fight but lose the war. So you win that little fight against this knucklehead, whoever they are, hiding behind a computer, probably living in their parents' basement, have nothing better to do. Yeah. I mean, but you, you, you lose that sacred, most precious commodity on the planet, time, that you could be spending with and on people that really care about you. So remember that, folks. Remember that. I'm saying it from my heart. And my 10-year-old Emmett and my 16-year-old Madeline, they get it. That Madeline will say, Dad, love, block, and delete. And then Emmett saw, like I said, I was celebrating like a nut. And he, he was. And he just walks by, high five, good job, Dad. <laughs> I'll block him for you sometimes, too, since I am. Um... Yeah, Madeline helps run my Instagram account. And what do you do there, sweetheart? I mean. She I'll... runs interference for me. She jumps through the, the screen and beats the tar out of these knuckleheads. Now, as much as we'd like to do that, we can't, number one, obviously you cannot jump into a screen and, and smack screen. these people. It's a screen for crying out loud. Just like you can't feed a rock, you can't jump into the screen. And I know I'm being silly, but how many times have you thought about doing that? A lot. A lot. I don't have social media. N no, you do not. Good job, Emmett. <laughs> but Emmett can uh, make sure I'm doing the right thing. Love Black and Lee, Dad. Yeah. So anyway, Madeline as runs interference for me sometimes. As soon as a comment or anything like that comes through, I'm just like, oh, nope. I'm going to let you see it. <laughs> Thank you, Madeline. I appreciate it. But I'm getting better. But I, I really, I mean, and folks, I'm telling you this because, yes, I'm a couple years older than my 16-year-old daughter and my 10-year-old son and my 19-year-old son. Just a couple years older, right? I just, just a couple. I, I just turned what, guys? 49. 49 maybe. yesterday. Oh, my gosh. But um, it, I can learn from them. And it shows them respect. And they love that. I mean, when I ask you guys for feedback, how does that make you feel? Just share with the parents and teenagers. It feels, Go ahead. It feels good that someone values your, your opinion. Yes, opinion. your parents value your opinion instead of, well, I don't know, being like close-minded, thinking like they know what they're doing. They may. Uh, are you not, trying to say as parents don't know what the heck we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> they may not all the time. They sometimes do, but they. Oh my gosh. You're laughing up a storm, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Sometimes us parents know what we're doing, but most of the time we don't. So that's why we need to take advice from a 10-year-old and a 16-year-old to get ourselves back on track. Of course, Emmett's doing a great job. But my whole point is, folks, show respect to them. They, they appreciate that. Talk to them. And the biggest thing it does, I'm going to give away the secret now. Oh, no, kids. Hold your ears. The secret is it opens up that communication chain. Therefore, you can connect with them because something we all know this. I really, I'm not telling you, uh, Emma, I was just joking about hold your ears. <laughs> I know. <laughs> something that uh, know. Uh, we all know. If your kids can't talk to you about the little things when they have big problems and big things come up in their life, they're not going to be able to talk to you about those either simply because you don't have that communication chain. And I'm being transparent here. I have not always been the best dad that I want to be have not always done the very best of giving my kids quality time. I posted something just, was it this morning or last night? It all runs together. Um, how do you spell love to a child? Did you see that post, Madeline? 
I did not. I haven't been on my phone. You, I, you haven't said this to me yet. Oh, there we go. Because I just posted it. How you spell? How you spell? Yeah, is that how you spell? Yeah. How you show love to a child? How do you spell love to a child? T, I, M, E. Time. Is that what it spells? It is what it spells. So that's how you show or spell love to a child is time. Spend time with him. Give them time. Self-discipline. Once again, I know I'm beating a dead horse with this self-discipline thing, but that's what it takes. Because oftentimes, oftentimes, and I've been guilty of saying this more times than I'd care to admit, but now I catch myself. And I'm sharing it with you so you can catch yourself. Don't fall into the trap of saying, I don't have time. I don't have Time. I don't have time. I get it. We're all busy, but we're all gifted. And I say gifted because if you're listening to this, you're alive. That's a gift. We're all gifted the same 24 hours in a day. But what we do with that 24 hours, how we discipline ourselves, how we show respect and obey cheerfully, the example we set for our kids, what we do with that 24 hours, that's what makes the difference. If we spend that 24 hours on social media arguing with some knucklehead, wanting to jump through the screen and punch him in the face, I get those feelings. I'm being honest. But if I spend my time doing that, I'm definitely not spending my time with my loved ones, with people I care about, with writing stuff for the podcast, without doing video blogs, without spending time with my wonderful kids who are getting nothing but older and older and older. I'm not getting older, but they are. So maybe I am. But that's the thing. That's the self-discipline doing the little things that you know you need to do, especially when you don't want to do them. Getting in shape, exercising, eating the right foods, putting the right foods in your body. That is all what? Self? Discipline. Self? Discipline. Good. Is it easy to do? Not always. No. <laughs> no. It can be very difficult to do. But self-discipline is the first step of showing true self-respect, right? Respecting yourself enough. And this was brought up and. I, I don't think you got this. Emma, I think you got this the last night. I was talking yeah. about it. Um, this would be good for you. This got this from Hanchi Kovar. And those that listen to the show often, you know, he's one of my uh, one of my personal mentors and just a wonderful human being. He talked about it at a conference. I was just that in Vegas. He had somebody, he says, anybody got a, a, an apple or an orange in their bag? And one guy, I got an orange. So he held up the orange. He goes, all right. Remember this last night I talked about it, Emma? Yes. He said, what is what are the ingredients of an orange? An orange. No, what's in an orange? An orange. What's in an orange? What's the active ingredients? It's an orange, right? Yes. It's an orange. That's all there is to it. Then he says, all right, anybody got a, a granola bar or a power bar, a snack bar in their bag? And somebody pulls one out. And he goes, all right, tell me what the active ingredients are in that. <laughs> and they start reading a few different things, corn syrup and soybeans and some other stuff. He goes, okay, th- those, those things aren't too bad. Get to the words you can't pronounce. <laughs> and I don't know, trans, I, whatever, the, I can't even say the words. What, trans fun something. Trans fat, uh, blah, 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 I don't know. Anyway, look at, and I'm saying this because look at the active ingredients in the foods that you put in your body. And his whole point was, if you can't pronounce the words, that's probably not good for you to put in your body. And then back to an orange, what are the active ingredients in an orange? An orange. An orange. What are the active ingredients in these, some of these bars that we eat? I don't know. Half the words I can't pronounce. So if you can't pronounce them, you probably shouldn't put them in your body. Now, I feel like a hypocrite saying that because I often, uh, oh, you know, it's a power bar. It's got to be good for you. And once he said that, I started looking at the ingredients. I'm like, holy cow. 
What kind of processed garbage am I putting in my body? And we wonder why we have digestive problems. So if we take the shortcut, like we did not too terribly long ago, we were tired, it was late at night, we were hungry, we drove through a fast food restaurant. Yes. <laughs> the next day, we're like, oh, my stomach. We that ate something. didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying, folks. We, and you're going to have ups and downs. You're not going to always be perfect. As a matter of fact, you're never going to be perfect. But the better job you can do with that self-discipline, the better it's going to help you with every aspect of your life. Good stuff. Madeline, what do you got to add? I think you covered it pretty well. Oh, well, thank you. Hey, did you hear that, folks? A 16-year-old daughter just gave me the thumbs-up approval. I covered it pretty well? I would say so. Wow. Better write that one down. Emmett, did I get your approval, too? Whoa! Folks at home, hopefully I get your approval as well. Yeah, and maybe you can get your approval from your teenagers. I know. If you do, make sure you send it in on one of our pages and let us know, hey, I got the approval for my teenagers, and we'll all celebrate together for that milestone. Of course, I'm being silly. Well, as always, folks, thank you very much. Make sure you check out our social media pages, Kicking Life with Master Grogan on Facebook, Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan, also on Facebook. And if you got something awesome your kids are doing, throw that on our Kids Are Awesome page. If you're in the local area, come check us out at the Academy. We're all about building leaders and helping kids be, become bullyproof by empowering them to believe in themselves and become their very, very best. We also help out the parents be their very, very best. And on Instagram, Kicking Life. Our Twitter page, we don't do a whole lot with that, but that's Kicking Life as well. K-I-C-K-I-N Life. Our YouTube channel, we're going to start doing a massive build on that thing. Start filming more videos and uh, more parent tips and more tips for teenagers and more tips on how to be your very, very best and live your best kick in life. So that's coming. That is uh, YouTube.com slash Kickin' Life Master Grogan. Oh, Madeline's holding her hand up. She's got something something to say. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Please come see Lay Miss. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There you go. A plug for Lay Miss. Tell the folks that are in the local area how they find that. Um, it is August 1st through 4th at McKendree University in Lebanon. You can um, buy your tickets online at GoshenTheaterProject.com. And, yeah, it's assigned seating, and it's going to be amazing. So please come see. And you'll see Madeline in how many roles? Seven. Seven. Seven rolls. Reminds me of Ferris Bueller. Nine times. We watched Ferris Bueller the other day, didn't we, Emmett? Nine times. (laughs) Our Ferris Bueller fans out there. It is a great movie. Well, good. Good plug there, Madeline. That was well said. (laughs) Sound like you've said that before. Emmett, you got anything you want to plug? Come see you in a play doing something somewhere? I don't know. (laughs) Can I come see you at the Academy? Yes, come see me at the Academy, too, on every Monday. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Same with me. Good. And since Madeline's plugging things, we've got one more summer camp coming up, folks. It's in two weeks. You can go to our website, Grogan's Martial Arts, and sign up for that. Uh, it, it's great. The eight, uh, What is it, 8 to 3 for the summer camp? And the last one, yes, what is the last is one? Star Wars themed, so oh. we're going to make our own um, lightsabers and stuff. going to have a great time. Awesome sauce. Well said. And Madeline and I will both be there helping out, working, and having a great time. And once again, folks, we're all collectively working together to throw that boulder in the in the pond there to make a huge ripple so we can make society a what? Better place, happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Emmett, you're incredible. Nice. Absolutely. It was a nice touch, wasn't it? Well, guys, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks I, for I, having I, me. Thank well, yeah, you're very you. welcome. And I know you've busy lives and you got a lot going on, but you spent the morning with me doing the geo camp and helping empower, I think it was about 60 something 
It was about 60 there? It was. 60-something teenagers, which was fantastic. And Madeline actually went with me, uh, this was in June, to um, Big Stuff, the uh, Christian kind of retreat church camp with 1,500 teenagers. Now, I was uh, a chaperone, but I'm not sure who was chaperoning me, so it was a bit of, you know, kind of a mess. No, it was fantastic. It was great. I had my princess Madeline there helping me out. But anyway, guys, thank you very much, Madeline, thank for being you. on the show. Thank Emmett, you. thank you for being on the show. Did you enjoy it? Yes, it was awesome as always. Is this kid great? What do you think of Madeline? It went amazing. Amazing. I won't sing. I'll save her, bunny. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, guys, got any sound offs, uh, send offs, anything else to leave the folks with to kind of chew on until they hear us again? Um. Um. That's what you got, folks, from the Terminator yeah. from Emmett. You got an um. You got an um. Good job. Madeline, how about you? You got an um, too? I was about to say um, actually. Uh, thank you guys for listening in. We enjoy having you guys listen so that we're not just talking to each other. <laughs> Which happens a lot. Wow. Good stuff, yeah. guys. So make sure you guys are living your best kick in life. Good job. And I will talk to you guys on another podcast soon. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. That's it. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, as always, you can find us on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And, of course, it's online at kickinlifepodcast.com. I've already talked about our social media channel, so check those babies out. And make sure you go back through and listen to some of the previous podcasts. Always great information. Always great fun. Always speaking from the heart, being very transparent, and giving everything we can to help you live your best kick in life. And if you're new to the show, please give us a little shout out, a little five-star review is always nice to let others know what we're doing here to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. All right, folks, I love you. We love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Chat with you real soon. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.